What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Seals Podcast. I'm your host, Teddy Jenner. And this week, we've got the draft picks. Trey LeClaire and Mac O'Keefe. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I appreciate you guys being here. You guys are all set up in the, the Seals office looking like a rock stars. Um, how has it been getting settled into West Coast life? Let's start with you, Mac. Uh, you're from Silas in New York. What's it like being in San Diego? Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's been great so far. You know, nice to check out the area, meet some of the guys on the team, um, you know, see what my future is going to be like out here. And, you know, I'm just really looking forward to it and getting excited for the start of the season. Yeah, for me, I've been Trey, out here. Yeah, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. You go. <laughs> uh, I was going to say you're from Seltzer. You're, you're a West Coast guy. Uh, what's the difference between Southern California and West Coast BC? I mean, definitely the weather. Uh, I haven't seen the rain out here that much, but I've been out here for three months now. So, you know, I can't complain about the weather. Just, you know, living by the beach out here and just working with the Junior Seals programs for the last couple of months has been really fun. Uh, that, that Junior Seals program is something that uh, the team really takes pride in because it's really giving back to the community and letting these kids understand what the box game is. Uh, what have your first impressions been of it, Trey? Uh, first impressions, I think Cam and, and Wes have done a great job out here. Um, you know, it's at first I was surprised how, how well they run it and uh, the turnout of kids that we've had out there. And then just the skill level. A lot of these kids are picking up the box game and, and the skill set that comes with it really fast. So it's really fun to see. Mac, as a guy who sort of learned the box game after playing field across for so long, and now being really involved in the box game, what do you think the growth of the U.S. box game has been like over the last few years? I think it's just continuing to get better every single year. Um, you know, as a kid growing up, my dad played, so I was always really intrigued. And, you know, after my freshman year of college, I gave it a shot up north in Orangeville. And, you know, it was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made for my game. I think, um, you know, you see all the Canadian guys, why they translate so well out on the field is because they have experience in box and you know like I said it's something I've always wanted to do and I'm grateful I have the opportunity now so you know I'm super excited how did you get to Orangeville what was the connection uh, a guy named Dan Craig he was a senior when I was a freshman he played a year in Orangeville uh, and he knew that I always wanted to play so he hooked me up with the coaching staff and you know the rest is history <laughs> and how did you enjoy that first year was it a big big learning curve for you uh, yeah, I, so I did some stuff with us Boxla in the past, but, um, never, never anything crazy, but you know, yeah, the first few games were a little tough. You know, my first game was against Brampton against Jeff Teat and, you know, some of the best players out there. So it was definitely a lear learning curve for me, but you know, I'm happy I stepped out of my comfort zone and challenged myself. And I think it did really help my game. And I think I did get a lot better throughout the season as well. Trey, you kind of grew up in the hotbed of lacrosse out here in the West Coast. What was your first introduction to the game of lacrosse? Yeah, so I grew up, I, I have two older brothers that are four years older than me. So I was kind of forced into it, I think, at age age five. And I remember kind of my first memory of lacrosse uh, just outside in our local box. And uh, I think I, I ran out of practice crying because I think I got ran over by one of our coaches accidentally in the drill. So, you know, my first memory wasn't a good one, but I know I picked it up like a year after that when I was six. And, you know, were, were you that. the were you the typical younger brother and had to be the, the goalie all the time? Yeah, 
Definitely. Yeah, I was always putting that, uh, you know, whatever, as many sticks in the front yard or backyard, even with hockey, too. So it was definitely tough to start, but it's definitely helped me out. You, you go from the, the a really, really strong uh, intermediate and minor program in Samiamu. You, you get picked up by Delta. Then you finish your junior career with the storied New Westminster Sandbellies. What was it like to, to play for that organization that, that's so well known out West? Oh, it was an honor, you know, just playing in Queens Park, you know, on the on the wood floor there and just being in the locker room and, you know, seeing the Minto and Man Cup uh, banners in the in the arena is just, you know, something you think about before you step on the floor every day. So it was definitely a fun two years for me. Um, you know, I learned, learned a lot from that coaching staff and, it, you know, just the group of guys we had those two years, it was really fun. We talked about the the junior seals, but you're also helping out with the the Royals, the California Collegiate Box Across team. Uh, this is a very new program, but a group of young kids that that really want to continue with the box game. You guys were out there uh, practicing them with this this past week on knock around field. What was your first experience of an outdoor turf box? Yeah, I guess I'll start. Um, I mean, I've been at knock around for the last couple months now, so. It's definitely fun, you know, being out there in the sun. It gets really hot, though, so, you know, Knockaround's a cool facility to play at. Uh, with the NLL nets out there, too, it's it's just fun shooting on, you know, the goalies and just getting used to those. What about you, Mac? How have you enjoyed the, the Royals experience? It's been awesome. I'm, I'm certainly impressed with, you know, some of the talent on the field. Um, I think these guys are doing a really good job of coaching them up. Um, and like I said, I think, you know, the next wave of American players are starting to emerge, and... You know, this is a large part of it. Trey, you were recently in the ocean in lacrosse gear. Um, <laughs> was that ever something you thought you'd be doing? Because uh, as a rookie, you sometimes get the short end of the stick on these things. Yeah, I mean, I knew something like that was coming at some time, you know. Just being a rookie, being a first-year guy, you're going to be put in some situations. But it was definitely a fun experience. It was cold at the start. But, you know, just being down there on the beach was nice. So it was, it was, it was fun. Was it very cold? I mean, at the start, it was cold, but it, it was kind of refreshing because we had to hike down there and we went the wrong way down. So it was a pretty long hike for us. So it was good refreshing right at the end of the hike. Uh, yeah, I've, I've checked out the air a little bit. We were down in La Jolla a little bit the other day. Um, but yeah, mostly just hanging out with the guys, getting to know some people around here, um, you know, making my face. Uh, familiar. Gonna go scuba diving anytime soon? Uh, that's on the list for sure. Not yet, though. Not this week. Not skydiving, though, right, Trey? Yeah, I'm not not a height. <laughs> you're not you're not down to get thrown out of a plane? Uh maybe sometime in my life, but not right now. Um, we we talked about how you guys kind of got into the box game, uh, Trey. How did you get to Ohio State? Is that just the standard Logan Shuss, Nick Myers? Can connection yeah 100 percent uh you, you answered that question so just playing in delta logan was coaching me out there and uh you know i, I was committed to delaware before in ninth grade so you know kind of towards my 11th grade year and senior year i was kind of looking around and logan kind of did all the work for me there and, and landed me in ohio which was you know awesome Logan's a pretty big deal through that program and a pretty big deal in Delta as well. How much did you learn from him uh, in those years with the Islanders? Yeah, he's a legend out there. So, I mean, my first two years is playing junior A, you know, started at 16. As a young kid, and he's taught me a lot, you know, just those two years. I learned so much about the game, 
you know, indoor and just, you know, even outside the game too, just about life, you know, and how you carry yourself, you know, away from the floor. Is there a shrine for Logan on the Ohio State campus yet? Uh, I think there's a little shrine for him, you know, somewhere in there. He got a jersey, you know, maybe a stick. <laughs> I know there's one in the Delta Arena that his mom made. Yeah, for sure. I don't think there's something like that yet, but it probably will be. Yeah, right. Uh, Matt, you're a, you're a Long Island guy. Um, lacrosse is uh, huge out there, especially in the college game. How did you end up at Penn State? Yeah, so, you know, the rules are a bit different now with how early you can get recruited. But, you know, around, I think it was summer going into 10th grade, I was doing some showcases. I did the Maverick Showtime. And then after that, received a few calls. And, you know, I went on two visits. I went to Maryland. I went to Penn State. And, you know, ultimately, when I went to Penn State, you know, the foundation that Coach Samroni was laying out, he was all details. Everything was super organized. And, you know, he didn't really just stick out to me, but my family as well. And that was kind of a big thing that, you know, carried me in that direction. And, you know, I haven't regretted a thing since I made that decision. So uh, the who has the better campus life? Um, I'm sure you both probably feel it's your own alma mater. But uh, what's campus life like in Penn State, Mac? Oh, uh, it's electric. I mean, especially in the fall with uh, the football games, you know, you get to tailgate with your friends and, you know, have your friends visit. It's a really good time. And, you know, that was kind of another thing for me that sold me for Penn State was going to a football game. We actually were allowed to go on the field before the game and watch warm-ups. And it was the Ohio State game, ironically. But, yeah, the environments, it's unlike any other. You know, you have a little bit of everything. It's a very, very good social school. And, you know, the academics are there as well. So, you know, like I said, it's it was a great decision. I'm, I'm really happy I went there. How big of a campus is Ohio State? Like, how far would it take? How long would it take you to go from one side to the other, Trey? Honestly, like to. when I when I got there when I was a freshman, I thought it was going to be huge. But like, everything's really tight and like close knit, so it's not that bad. Everyone yeah. thinks it's like, you know, like huge. But like, there's one street that goes down from the start to the end into even into the city of Columbus. So. I mean, it's called High Street. It'll probably take you 10 minutes, 15 minutes to get down from start to finish. But campus and then the city of Columbus are, like, right next to each other. So it's it's really nice. You get to go down into the city, you know, go to Blue Jackets yeah. games. And, yeah, it's, it's awesome. How many uh, football games did you go to over your time? Whew. I've had season tickets, I think, for three of the five years. So oh, wow. I've probably been to – I want to say 20. I'll put it at 20. We'll, we'll say that. Yeah. It, was it hard to get season tickets or was that just something you kind of had to do as part of the process? Yeah. I mean, they kind of have like a little voucher for us student athletes, you know, like an early yeah. access and it, then it's just like a discounted price. So it wasn't bad at all. How many people, like, was that a hundred thousand person stadium? That's gotta be a pretty cool experience for a jam packed rivalry game with Michigan. Yeah, I think it's uh, 110,000 Wow, full capacity. So, I mean, this, we sit in the student section, and they have, like, a student-athlete section as well right next to each other. So it gets electric. You're never sitting down. You're always standing up. So yeah. it's definitely Did, a did you ever get that kind of, of rivalry and crowd atmosphere when you guys were playing in the field game? Um, yeah. I mean, I, my freshman year, we played um, up north at, at their at, – at, I forget what it's called um, – their stadium there but they had their spring game right after so they had a bunch of fans 
in there in the big house. And, yeah. uh, I mean, we beat them pretty badly that game, but it was, it was definitely <laughs> fun. Uh, I appreciate you won't say their name still. You won't like say <laughs> yeah. the city or anything. Like that. That's just ingrained Nothing. in you from now on. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, Mac, what was it like as a Penn state guy, you know, the big 10 is a huge rivalry for all sports. What, what was sort of that moment where you realized that, that this is a cool place to be and sports in the big 10 are where it's at. Yeah. I think I look back to my freshman year, you know, we go throughout our entire season, we're playing different teams and then, you know, you could tell the older guys, they, how much they cared about this part of the year because, you know, it was the most intense part of our season. You really had to dial it in and, you know, get ready to play because every team's good and, you know, any team can win on any given day. So I look back to, you know, a lot of the times we've played each other. It's, it's always a tight game um, and they're always really exciting. Was there a competitiveness between you two guys? Obviously, you didn't really know much of each other when you were in college and probably didn't really talk much at all. But was there a, a personal competitiveness knowing how good you both were, Trey? I mean, yeah. I mean, we've played against each other since, I would say, U19s in Coquitlam. So. Right, yeah. And, I mean, our record against Penn State is, is 0 and, what, 6 or 0 and 5. We have, I never beat Max, so it was tough. I mean, you know, him being their top scorer on that team, you kind of, you know, you, you see the comparisons and stuff like that. So I think, you know, it was definitely a great – uh, rivalry matchup with us for for the five years that we we're playing against each other. I completely forgot about that U nineteen championship game in Coquitlam. Um, you guys both went off. Uh, what was that experience like, Mac? That was that was one of the best experiences I've had in lacrosse. Um, you know, especially that game. We went down by a ton in the beginning, and we were able to battle back. But you know, just playing with some of the best players in the world at you know right before I went to college. I think it really, you know, changed my mindset of, you know, what it's going to take to be successful. Um, but, yeah, it was it was a crazy game. Luckily, we pulled it out, but really talented group. Uh, it's a bitter moment for, for a lot of us Canadians, Trey, and I'm sure that one yep. fueled the fire <laughs> as you went to college and, and, and moved on. But how much does that kind of sting knowing that, that you haven't really been able to get one over on Mac quite yet? Yeah, it's tough for sure. I mean, that one was that was uh, probably one of the toughest losses I've had, you know, and just, you know, not playing high, high school lacrosse, just going out there and playing with like that caliber of players. It was so fun, you know, that whole week and a half. So, you know, obviously not the outcome we wanted, but it was a great experience. You know, we had a great team there as well. So hopefully one day. One day we'll get there. Now you're on the same team, so you don't have to really find that. But next time Canada US get together, no offense, Mac, I'm pulling for Trey. That's fair. That's fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, when did you know Trey or Mac? Sorry, obviously it was later on in that that final year. But when did you know the guttering record was in sight? Uh, I think it came to my radar before the season started. But you know, knowing Coach Sambroni, like he just harp you know just put it on the back burner don't worry about it you know just try and be the player that you are and make plays and stay within our system so i never really tried to let that consume me because i think you know the point that if i did get to that point it would it would just ruin my train of thought and i'll be you know focused on the wrong thing so i just tried to focus on the team winning games and then you know if that came along the way it would be cool so luckily enough it did and here we are that record breaking game was a pretty special one 
Yeah, it was fun. You know, we we definitely had a uh, tough season this year, but you know, it was senior night. You know, we were going back and forth with Michigan, and you know, luckily we we were able to pull it off in overtime. But yeah, it was it was a special night, and you know, a lot of fun for not only me but you know my teammates and my family as well. Uh, from an outsider's point of view, Trey, were you kind of keeping tabs on what he was doing and and just amazed at the rate he was scoring goals? Yeah, for sure. I mean, throughout his whole career, you know, we we stay in contact and watch. You know the Big Ten Conference. You know on the weekends when we're not playing. So you know I was watching that game, and you know his record-breaking goal was was definitely a sweet one bar down. So um, you know I sent him a text later that night for sure. Nice. Um, I don't think many of us really understood how much you guys went through as student athletes through the COVID year, leading up to to fall ball and leading up into spring season. All the testing you guys had to do and and all the scrutinized eyes that were watching you, how tough was it, Trey, to, to be a true student athlete, but have to deal with everything else that was going on? Yeah. I mean, the fall was definitely tough. You know, I can speak for probably every student athlete out there that, you know, was competing for, you know, in a spring sport. So, you know, the fall is where you do all your preparation and, you know, for a lot of guys on my team, like, we didn't have a fall. We didn't practice together. We couldn't see each other outside of the field. You know, it was very tough. You know, COVID tests every morning at 7 a.m. You know, it's definitely a strain. And you feel, you know, being a fifth year, you know, I've, I've gone through stress and stuff like this at school. But you start to feel for the freshmen, right? You know, they're stuck in the dorms. So, you know, you kind of just put yourself in perspective. And, you know, don't think about yourself. You know, you just think about your teammates at that time. How did you feel about it, Mac? Was it as stressful as Trey makes it sound that fall season? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we had to do the same testing. It was Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. And, you know, it was tough. And then practicing earlier on in the fall, just in pods. And, you know, those, those are the times, like Trey said, where you get to you get to know your teammates. You come together as a group. Um, and we were stripped of that. So, you know, we were forced to just come together and galvanize in a short amount of time in the spring. Um, and I think it did affect how, you know, some teams were able to play in the spring. So, it was a tough year. It was stressful, but you know, just we're both lucky enough that we had a year to actually go back and finish finish what we started. Um, sidebar: How good was Bernhard this year? Was it just sick watching him go off all year long, Trey? I mean, yeah, he, he's a talented player, that's for sure. You know, I've just been watching him his whole career as well. He's he's gotten better every year, which is kind of crazy to think, but. You know, this year he's he definitely uh, took it to us, so it was tough. You know, <laughs> tough watching that, but good for him. Yeah, it's it's crazy to think that he's probably not going to play lacrosse for the next couple of years because he's going to pursue football. Like the best player in college lacrosse isn't even going to play pro lacrosse because he wants to challenge himself in football. Does that kind of make you mad, Mac? That he, that he should have just been playing football the whole time? No, I mean he's he's given a lot to our sport. And, you know, you got to tip your cap to him and wish him the best of luck. He's a really nice kid, very quiet, but, you know, he does, he lets his playing do the talking. And, you know, watching him play against us a few times this year, it's like he was running, running 10 times faster than everybody else on the field. So, you know, I wish him the best of luck in everything that he's doing. And, you know, maybe we can snag him back in the PLL or NLL at some point. So um, let, let's talk pro lacrosse. Uh, you guys have both now just signed your first uh, pro NLL contrast. Very well. Congratulations. You guys are both in the PLL uh, playing in the pro field league. What's been the biggest change in the last few months going from being a college athlete to a professional athlete, Trey? Yeah, for me, I mean, 
I definitely had a kind of a different journey to the PLL, just, you know, sitting out the first two months, waiting for my visa, uh, not going to training camp, which is kind of tough. You know, you just kind of get thrown into the to the weekend. You're, you're playing a game the next day. So, it, I mean, my uh, my first weekend experience was, was definitely awesome. You know, just the group of guys we have at the Archers, you know, and how welcoming they were to me. It just, it, it was great to see. Um, but it was fun. You know, you're playing with high-caliber players like that. Like, we got one of the best players in the world out there, Tom Schreiber. You know, just being able to play with him on the same field was an honor for me. So, uh, I mean, so far, so good. I mean, we're going to take a three-week break here and then get back to it and hopefully get in the win column for our team. That's for sure. Uh, what's it been like playing with, you know, Manny and Ament and Schreiber and, and Marcus Holman? Like, that is a pretty sick group to walk into. Yeah, it's it's a loaded offense, that's for sure. So, I mean, the first couple of games, you kind of want to just find your groove and and sit back and you know just let it, the you know play come to you. But just playing with those guys, they make it a lot easier, you know, compared to college where you gotta do a little bit more work. They they take that all onto their uh, their load and they do most of the work for you. So you're just there to you know finish the ball. Uh, Patty drafted you as a righty shooter. Why are you scoring only left-handed goals? <laughs> Hey, I'm asking the same question. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, I just kind of my first goal of my career was or my PLL career. You know, I kind of got forced down to the left side against my first game in the Chrome, and I didn't take the shot. So it kind of was the same play against the Whip Snakes. So I was like, you know what? Why not just let it rip? Close my eyes and shoot as hard as I can. <laughs> Good things happen. Sometimes that's the best medicine, my man. Um, Mac, you are uh, being coached by one of the most intense people I have ever had the pleasure of talking to. Um, what's Andy Towers like in person when he's not screaming and yelling and giving inspirational quotes? He's been awesome. You know, he brought me in. He actually played a little bit with my dad back in the day. So we have that connection. But, uh, you know, he's very welcoming, you know, as opposed to what you see on the camera, you know, when he's not screaming in our faces, he's. He's a really good lacrosse mind, and he's been super helpful for me making the transition from college to pro. Again, Trey, how's it uh, being with Fieldsy, having a familiar face? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I met Connor uh, in Long Island there, and he's just such a talented player, you know, on that left side. So I, I've got to, you know, take some midfield runs with him, and he's a great guy off the field as well. So I'm excited, you know, to get inside the box with him and, you know, transition that ball to the left side to the right side. Uh, Mac, how has your adjustment been to the PLL? Because it's a lot different than just your standard field across league. Yeah, I think, you know, I look at it like the transition from high school to college just accelerated a little bit more. Um, everyone's bigger, faster, stronger. Um, but for me personally, I'm playing midfield now, which has been uh, a bit of an adjustment. I'm trying to figure that out. But I think, you know, all the guys that are surrounding me have made it super easy. We, we pretty much play box across just outside. So, yeah. It's been it's been super fun. Um, you know, we we're starting to turn things around a bit here, um, and hopefully we can make a swing to uh, make the playoffs and hopefully win. Um, all young kids look forward to draft night. Unfortunately, the NLL draft this past September wasn't your typical draft. But how special was that night for you, Mac, to hear your name called in the first round by the Seals? I, I think just you know the few weeks leading up to it, talking to a bunch of coaches and you know, realizing that it was actually going to be a reality soon. And, you know, that night it was pretty cool. Me and my roommates were just sitting on the couch watching the broadcast. And, you know, when I heard my name called, it was it was a great feeling. And, 
you know, I'm super excited to get going, but yeah, it was, it was a great experience. I know you're thrilled to be a San Diego seal, but was there maybe a little part of you that wanted to be drafted by the riptide? Uh, I mean, the only reason why would be to play in Nassau Coliseum, but other than that, I'm all in here. So I'm good. Perfect. Uh, we'll get you there. We'll, we'll be playing them soon at some point and we'll get you that game inside Nassau Coliseum. Cause I, I played there when, when I was in the league, uh, that's quite a spot to play a lacrosse game in and, and it'll be an exciting moment for you. Uh, I'm sure Trey, you went early in that first round. Uh, did you think you were going to be a seal the whole time? Um, honestly, no, you know, leading up to it, you know, you talk to so many coaches and you have different conversations. So you know, when the night comes, you, you're just you're just hoping that, you know, you want to go to that, that great organization. So, you know, I was obviously very grateful to be selected by San Diego. And, you know, it's something that, you know, you're growing up as a lacrosse player in, in Canada. It's like a dream. You know, a lot of guys, you know, growing up playing hockey, you know, getting drafted in the NHL, it's the same thing, you know, getting drafted. So I was pumped. It, you know, I, I couldn't be with family or friends. I was honestly in a hotel when I got drafted. So in Ohio. But um, uh, it, it was a great experience, you know. Um, when you look at that draft class and you look at the talent that's there, how excited are you about the future of the game, Trey? Yeah, it's, it's a loaded draft class, to say the least. Um, you know, and, you know, I think for the years to come here, the, the talent level is just going to keep getting higher and higher. And I think this league, both leagues, indoor and outdoor, are just going to excel. So it's going to be fun to watch, you know, for fans, for sure. And, you know, just the competitiveness inside the box and outside on the field is just going to keep getting higher. Who, who was the guy, Trey, that, that you watched growing up? Who was that guy that you kind of wanted to emulate when you were playing in the backyard with the brothers? Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I've had a couple guys that I watched, you know, from uh, hometown of Surrey, guys like Jordan Hall, Cliff Smith, um, you know, Obviously, Logan, I've, I've watched for a long time. Curtis Dixon is another name. Even uh, Westberg, you know, I watched yeah. him when he was he's at Denver. So there's a lot of guys, you know, from my area out in BC that I've been watching and try to emulate them. You know, when you're in the backyard, just fooling around. Matt, what about you? Who were, who were the guys that you looked up to? Probably more field guys than, than box guys? Uh, actually, I think John Grant Jr. was the one guy that I always looked to you know emulate his plays in the backyard I just think his creative creative nature um, was super exciting to watch especially as a little kid you know when you're just messing around in the backyard um, but yeah I, I always love watching him there are a bunch of other guys like John Tavares as well that you know my dad always told me to watch them um, growing up because they they're just super smart players and you know there's a lot to learn from them so those two guys for sure. Uh, Mac what makes Long Island lacrosse so special? I think, you know, everyone's just super passionate about it. I think, you know, there's a lot of tradition with a bunch of the high schools in the areas. Um, and, you know, me personally, my dad actually went to the same high school I did. So it was pretty cool being able to follow in his footsteps and, um, you know, have some success there. But I think, you know, the game's been around for so long in Long Island. And I think it's just getting better and better each year. You see guys, you know, getting out to colleges and, having a lot of success. So I think just the passion of the games, you know, helped to get to where it is right now. The league announced December 3rd, our home opener, San Diego hosting Colorado. You guys may not know the real history and, and the deep history between the two organizations, but the rivalry is definitely there. Trey, how excited are you lo- looking forward 
to that first game as a seal yeah i mean i'm pumped up you know to finally have that that date that end date for that first game you know this is what you work towards in the off season so i mean a lot of guys are excited you know to get to training camp in october and and get this journey started mac how hard is it going to be sort of to flip the switch back into box lacrosse mode for you uh, I think it'll be a bit of a transition, but um, I think if I just stay focused, um, you know, and just keep working at it, you know, having that date set on the calendar is it's awesome to have it and, you know, look forward to. But, yeah, I'm just super excited and you know, I'm going to try and learn from all these guys who have been playing this game forever and, you know, hopefully find a spot in that lineup. How much fun are you guys having a knock around playing with Audi and, and the Royals guys? How fun is that? Seeing the energy that Austin Stotts brings. I mean, he's a character. He's he's the best. <laughs> he he's such a good player too. You know, he he's been super helpful for me, especially uh, just teaching me these little tricks that he does, and you know what makes him super successful on the field. So yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, I mean, the first time I I played against Audi was Pee Wee in Nationals. So you know, I've seen him and watched him play for a long time here, but just. You know, living with him now for the last three months has, has been a pleasure for sure. You know, he's a great guy off the field, great humor always. Uh, and then in the box, he's just so fun to watch. It's amazing what he can do. Uh, yeah. Are you guys uh, gaming in the household? What's what's things that passes the time? Yeah, I mean, we, we play Warzone on the Xbox. Me and Adi are definitely on that. Same with Mooser. Um, play a lot of NHL. Uh, me and Audie kind of go at it too with that. So there's a lot of comp competitiveness on the video games, that's for sure. <laughs> Gentlemen, this has been uh, an awesome chance to catch up. I know you guys are extremely busy down there with the Royals and the Junior Seals and everything that you're doing. Uh, I appreciate you giving us some time. Welcome to San Diego, and I know the fans can't wait to see you come training camp in December 3rd. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank you. Thanks for having us.